This episode of Taking It to the House was brought to you by EBH Fitness Studios. It's a way of life. I'm Dr. C. Victor Herman III. I'm taking it to the house. And I'm Dr. Timothy Hoover. And I'm taking it to the house. Vic, what's on your mind, sir? <laughs> what's on my mind? It's time to reboot, baby. Look, let's throw out <laughs> the regular season records. Let's throw out all the drama that was associated with my Los Angeles Lakers, your Los Angeles Lakers, Jania's Los Angeles Lakers. It is the postseason. This is what we've been waiting for. The time is here. Did you see the playing game up? What says you, baby? <laughs> I saw it. Man, that was theater. It was a TV bonanza. You had Steph against LeBron, Lakers against the Warriors, champions against champions. And it was, it was a, like a heavyweight fight. It was made for theater. I loved it. Of course I love it because my team won. So let's talk playoff basketball. Let's talk Lakers. Let's go through and spend this show on the playoffs, sir. What say you? So, so, so does the play in tournament work? We already seen what four games so far, and they have one more that's going to be aired tonight. Uh, that the day of this uh, taping is Friday. Does it work from a fan perspective? What are you thinking about it? Well, we talked about it. Yes, it does work. I mean, look how exciting it is for the fans of Memphis who's playing against the Golden State Warriors tonight a chance to get in. They were the 10th seed. They actually have a chance to become the 8th seed. So otherwise, they'd be planning for Cancun or somewhere in the Gulf Coast. Who knows where they're going to go? But they have a chance, and their fan base has a chance. So that gives the NBA fan, the Memphis fan base in particular, something to root for, an opportunity. We talked about it earlier this year. If Clay Thompson were healthy, where would the Warriors be? But unfortunately, he wasn't healthy. And so they're scratching and kicking, but they still have a chance. They had that championship DNA. So I'm excited about the, the playing game you talked about tonight. Warriors against the Grizzlies. Who do you got, sir? Who do you have? Hands down, the Warriors. It's only okay. a LeBron prayer shot away from the Warriors taking us to pay this game against the Memphis Grizzlies. To me, it is amazing to see what Steph Curry's been able to do this season, but I haven't really watched a lot of their games because, hey, since Gold State, not only because of Gold State, didn't have Clay Thompson. So I am one of the doubters. I am one, not to doubt who Steph Curry is, but just doubted the quality of the team they're going to be this year. So to see what he's been able to do, I can understand some of the late uh, push for him to become an MVP because what he did against our boys last night was amazing. And, and again, when you speak about yeah. championship DNA between the Lakers yeah. and the Gold State Warriors, they participated in the last four to six championships. Those two teams, those two players. So to watch that, that is almost like a number one seed versus a two seed. That is, should be a, a Western Conference Finals game as well as that game played yeah. for one night, let alone a playing game. So to see how Steph uh, uh, led his team, Hey, Wiggins, where's he been for the last few years since he came out of college and he was like the heir apparent? That dude came to ball. And then obviously, you know, Draymond Green. So if those guys come out the ball, and, they, and don't forget, they're in Golden State tonight. They're in Golden State. 
So I definitely picked the Dubs to take this one by double digits. It's interesting you say that in Golden State. So each play-in game, the home team won. So being in Golden State tonight, I do expect them to win. But I don't think Memphis Grizzlies, I, I don't think they're going to lay it down now. They have some talent. And so this boy, um, I can't think of his name right now to save my life, but they'll put him on uh, Curry. As you said, there is no Curry stopper. But this guy got a little bite, got a little dog in him. So how did the Lakers manage to keep Curry somewhat in? Well, every time he came off the pick and roll, they blitzed him. But they made him give, give it up. Curry's that bad. He was still scored. Unbelievable shots, circus shots. And then he could split the double team with that nice little dribble. He has to still go and lay it up. So he's a bad boy. I'm interested in, in, in the, this game tonight, but I'm like you. No upset there. I believe Golden State is going to win this game tonight. But I would like, Vic, for us to go through the Western Conference and then next, the Eastern Conference, matchup by matchup. First, starting with the Lakers and the Suns, or do you want to save that for last? It's up to you, because I know how you feel about the Lakers. <laughs> Bruh, we go down. Look, I am that sound that bull in the China shop. Give me a reason to go right now. It don't matter. You set them up, and I'm going to bring it home. So you let's go. Let me know. Let's go. Bruh. Two against seven. I, so, so two against seven. Seven's going to take this one. You know, so again, throughout the records, all right, thank you very much, Phoenix Suns, for playing an outstanding regular season game. Now you're going up against champions. Now you're going up against a reconstituted team. And if the Lakers are anything like they looked like the other night, plus what they've been trying to build upon, I'll say they're playing possum. That game right there woke them all up saying, look, it's do or die. And so it'd be interesting how they start looking at this season or at least the postseason rankings what is considered an upset? Is a seven beating a two in this format considered an upset? I don't think so. It's the champs. And we know the champs have been riddled with injuries. But I don't see Phoenix Suns taking them to no, uh, seven games. And I barely see them take them to six. I pick the Los Angeles Lakers in five games. And and and, and this will be that season. This will be that series to help them find out uh, – uh, for them to jail, because they still haven't been able to do that. What, what are you looking at? I'm like you. I picked the Lakers. I don't know if it's five games or so, but what the Lakers are on is a six-game win streak. I'm like you. You get the orange slice, uh, uh, Phoenix Suns. You get the orange slice, and you get the, uh, the koozie, whatever. But good job. You get a little trophy in the end. However, Monty Williams, coach of the year, congratulations. But this is as far as you go. Yes, it's not a typical number seven against the two. We are the champion until beaten, until knocked off. And we only need to win one game to get home court. So home court really doesn't matter now. Lakers are on a roll. They're, start, they're still figuring it out, but they're figuring it out on the fly. And I like their chances. So my pick, like you, Lakers all day. Let's go to the next series. Three against six. So that's Trailblazers against Denver Nuggets. Nuggets be number three. Mm. Dane Dollar. Can we consider this an upset? I don't know. Again, the Western Conference is so stacked. Any team, they're all within one game away from being a number three, number four, number five, or number six seed. But look, Dane Dollar's due for it. 
Remember last year in the bubble? He didn't even have C.D. McCollum. Dane Dollar came down there still slaying jokers. So I'm looking at him with his big fella that's back this year, who's definitely hungry. I, I'm picking Dane Dollar to go ahead and knock out the Denver Nuggets. Again, like you, I can't call how many games. I can definitely say they're going to take them out. Uh, a Denver Nuggets team postseason without Jamal Murray is a whole different team. Again, we're not – a postseason basketball is built upon defense and a lot more adjustments, and the offense for the defense, Denver Nuggets not going to have enough flexibility to, to meet the matchup or what Dame Dollar and the boys. Dame Dollar, like Steph, he has no problem airing that bad boy out from half court. And when he does that, it expands the lanes. It's going to open up so yeah. much. They can't deal with that. Yeah. And he's hungry. He's yeah. hungry. The Trailblazers against number three uh, Denver Nuggets. This is an upset. Yes, Trailblazers win. Trailblazers win. My only problem with the Trailblazers, they are so hung up on the three-point shot. If it don't go, then they don't have really much scoring in the, in the paint. So Nurchik, he's nice inside, but uh, he's going up against the Joker. So that's going to be a battle by itself. And they probably can I give the win to the Joker when it comes to center play. But guard play, oh, my goodness. My goodness. Boy, we got McCollum and we got Dane Dollar. Blazers. And I'm going to say probably in six. That's my call. But I'm choosing the upset. Blazers in six. I like what you said. And we almost get hold oh, up. Yeah. We almost get to that to that uh that classic 90s or 80s basketball when we start talking about the Trailblazers and different nuggets because they are talking about Jokic is gonna be the leading uh, favorite to get the MVP. So to see them two boys down in the paint, that'd be interesting. I mean, they're not gonna be traditional you know, banging and bumping like they used to back in the 90s. But to see two center plays go at it, it'll be great to watch how Jokic really mans up. Because, again, you are the league favorite for the MVP. If you are trying to take this team to the championship game and you are the heir parent, this is the time to show. So there's going to be a lot of pressure on him as well. Yes. I got another upset alert for you. Four against five. We got the Clippers who dodged the Lakers. To, put, to stay in their position so they can play against the cap, uh, the, the Mavs, the upset, upset. And you talked about it, man, many episodes ago. Blow them all up. Playoff Paul, Kawhi, you fired Doc Rivers. Who are you going to blame next? So I don't believe, and, and remember, they played against each other last year, and, and the Mavericks took them to sixth game. So I'm calling the Mavericks on this one. And if it's close in the end, Luca is going to handle his business. And so Kawhi can't stop Luca. PG-13 can't handle Luca. Luca is that dude. He just needs a little bit of help. Last year, Porzingis got hurt. And he still took him with the six games. And so if Luke, if Porzingis can stay healthy, upset alert. I'm calling it. That's my shot. That's my shot, brother. What say you? Man, look, I think we're almost we're almost too much staring too much in the mind here. I can easily say I can easily agree with you. And using the bubble as a template. Look, the Clippers didn't want none of that smoke. They didn't want none of that smoke. And you know you it tells you about championship DNA when you sit there and and what lose two games in a row so you don't have to face the Lakers. That's who you are, the Clippers. That's who you are. You share the Staples Center, and then your tail going to tuck between your legs and lose, throw away two games, so you went to face us in the first round. Is that who you are? Look, karma is a what? B.I. So I'd say what? 
The man's going to come get him and going to knock them out. Now, I would like to see it will Christoph Przingis play. And to your point, uh, last year, uh, injured Christoph changed the tide of that series. So I would like to see if Luca and Christoph can come to battle, what can they do? But right now, right. the Clippers, that, that's, that's, that's popcorn muscles. It looks good. Their rank, their, their, their standings look good. But it ain't real. That ain't real. They ain't been tested. And because of what you did, karma's going to come back and bite you. So I would not be surprised to see Dallas Mavericks get a hold of them. Because guess what? They make it to the second round. They either got to play. If we haven't got there yet. They're either going to play Golden State or they're going to play Lakers anyways. So what you want? They're not, they don't want none. They don't want none. But I, I agree with you. Rick Carlisle has the Clippers number. And he probably wanted that matchup. And so I love to play my best Denny Green invitation of two weeks. They are who we thought they were. And they let them off the hook. But Dallas Mavericks ain't going to do that. They're going to take them jokers for their lunch money. So we called Golden State against the uh, Memphis Grizzlies tonight. So they would match up against the Jazz. Do you have a take? Uh, if it is Golden State against the Jazz, that's a, not a traditional eight against the number one. Are they a true number one? By record, they are a number one. I'm talking about the Jazz. So let's go there with the uh, Utah and Golden State. And do you want to talk about Memphis Grizzlies? If they if they buy tenth, if they buy tenth win tonight, what say you, sir? I get the Memphis Grizzlies uh, airtime next week if they win, because I'm assuming they're okay. not going to win. The last time okay. Utah Jazz meant something, they had short, skinny shorts, and they had somebody named Jeff Hornacek, John Stockton. Carl Malone, and Mark Eaton. Until they show me something, I still give them the little kids' table in the back of the room. So well, because of that, number eight, Gold State Warriors, they're going to man up their championship DNA. Steve Kerr is going to develop a system designed to win. And again, this is different. Utah Jazz look great, but you're still missing your ace in the hole. Is Rudy Gobert really going to hold them down against a power in that small lineup of Gold State Warriors, when Draymond Green gets in his head, nah, where's your Donovan Mitchell? Who do they have? Number one, that's fine, because I, I really think uh, teams three, yeah, both the, the Clippers, the Mavericks, Trailblazers, I think all of them started playing with those little positions towards the end. Hey, let, let one or two have it, because they had a feeling the Lakers come in as a seven, Gold State come in at eight, it's going to do such a topsy-turvy to that bracket what is one, which is two, is going to become seven and eight. So I don't blame three through six saying, uh, let's play a little showmanship here. Let them jokers get a hold of them, and then we're going to have that second round is going to be about something. So I still pick Golden State to take out the Utah, but I think that'll be a seven-game series. We're, you and I are so much alike. We're, we're so much alike. That's why I love you so, boy. I love you. Dare I say, let's go to the uh, let's go to the JV side of the of the NBA. Let's go to the Eastern Conference. So the Eastern Conference, we got the Sixers as number one. We got the Wizards at number eight. I, I, I see a sweep, man. No upset there. The Wizards don't have anything to really help uh, Westbrook. Fields kind of limping through. So what say you with the Sixers and the Wizards? Doc Rivers to play for the playoffs. He's back in the Eastern Conference where he dominated for years when he ran the table with the Celtics. 
I do like seeing what Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill been able to do for the Washington Wizards, my local team here in the D.C. area. Yeah. But, hey, the best they had was the other night when they played this playing game. That's it. Uh, it looked great. I love the energy that Westbrook had. But that's 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 all that's all it's going to be energy, because Doc Rivers is on a mission. He has to prove to Los Angeles Clippers, the JV team of LA, that yo, you all were wrong. It wasn't me. Like that song, it wasn't me. It wasn't him. And so what he's going to do, he's going to go ahead and make everyone know every time his boys get out there to show that Joel Embiid is the, not the same player everyone thought he was. Ben Simmons. He has that team on a whole nother level. So I do expect him to make a statement, and I would not be surprised if it's a sweep uh, against the Wizards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Good call. I, I, I predict a sweep as well. Wizards just don't have enough firepower. You know, they'll Russ may get his triple doubles. Bill will score his 20 points, but who else can you count on? So I see four and nothing more. Uh, let's go to the next series and so this is a little more fascinating you got the Nets. you got the three-headed monster up there with Kyrie Harden and and KD against the Boston Celtics and my I think it's going to be a gentleman's sweep here maybe five games so Boston may get one at home but it just depends on how engaged the Nets are they still don't play defense but I think they can play defense upon command but I'm calling the Nets on that one no upsets there no upset, and I, I may have said it last week, but who is Taco Fall? That dude, is, I mean, he almost reminded me of the, rape, the main reason why the Celtics are in this situation alone. I watched some highlights that Joker getting banged on. Come on, dude. You 9 feet 13 and getting embarrassed in the paint. Because of that, I, I, I call the Celtics out right now. And, you know, for the one time, and y'all can record this and keep this on transcript, I'm in Boston Celtics fan favor. Why they even in the playoffs? They were not supposed to make it this far. And now this delays the inevitable. I know Boston Celtics diehard fans are not happy. One, that they're in the playoffs. Two, that Brad Stevens is still at the helm. So that was the worst thing they could have done was win themselves into a seventh seed. So what's going to happen? I agree. Gentlemen Sweet, the three-headed monster of the New Jersey Nets, or excuse me, the Brooklyn Nets, are coming, and they're coming with a ferocity. It'll be interesting. But, again, yeah. Defense wins championships, and this is where playoff ball becomes a little bit different. Does Mike D'Antoni or uh, Steve Nash have the the, the the wherewithal to teach these guys to play some defense? Take this first ep- this first round to be an example of how to get the playoff jitters in and maybe learn the, the defense concept and how to make these adjustments. So from that aspect, that's why I can say gentlemen sweet because Brad Stevens has been to the playoffs before. And so he does know the art of adjustment. Steve Nash has not. I'll be very interested in watching how they, how he and his coaching philosophy adjust to the postseason. The next two series, to me, are toss-ups. Now, we have a, a, a series that was in the bubble last year uh, when we had the Miami against the, the Bucks and took the Bucks to task and beat them. The other is four or five is the New York Knicks against the Atlanta Hawks. And so... For me, I say the Bucks will win because they're not the Bucks of last year with Drew Holiday, and they put Giannis took him off the ball and put him down on on, on the mid post. However, that Pat Riley DNA, that Spolster, and that defensive first mindset can give them trouble. But I can't 
see them with enough offensive firepower to beat the Bucks. I'm calling the Bucks on this one, bro. And it may go six. It may even go seven. But the Bucks do get out of the first round on this one. What say you three against six? Miami against the uh, Milwaukee. Man, look, Jimmy Butler, bro. Did we think Jimmy Butler was going to do what he did last year against the our Los Angeles Lakers? I cannot underestimate Jimmy Butler and his willpower. I mean, what the first yeah. game of the season, uh, the first game of the uh, the championship game last year, and he loses two of his ace players, and so we all in LA felt, oh, this is five games and out. But Jimmy Butler, man, like who is this cat? So I, I'm right. We know he is from the Kobe cloth of competitors. And because of that, I got to give him a little bit of credit. And also because of that, they are the defending Eastern Conference champs. So I can't say they're going to go out like Willie Lump Lump. They're going to give the Bucks all they got. Ooh. And one thing we do know is that Giannis is not playoff guy. He has yet to show us who he is in the playoffs. So, yes, they made some adjustments in the offseason. They showed some stuff coming down the stretch in the regular season. But this, again, is playoff ball. You said it yourself. This is the Pat Riley DNA team. They don't just show up to the show just to be there. They're not, you know, the Wizards and just happy to have a seat at the table. They coming to take someone's lunch. And don't forget, not like they're number one or two seed last year coming to the playoffs. So the the – I, I look at the mental edge of this game as well, where the Bucks know they have some demons to exercise. And if you're going to have to exercise okay. the demons, what better way to go up against the Eastern Conference champs and Jimmy Butler? So it's a tough one. I would not be surprised to see an upset, but I definitely – I will call seven games for this one because only because of Jimmy Butler. Is it an upset, though, if, if Miami wins? Is it an upset? You know, that's one of those, like, you, you're right. Last year, they took their lunch. And, and is it an upset when my, uh, Milwaukee hasn't been proven, at least in the last couple of years, and early exit? So is that really an upset? I don't know. I don't know. But you're, who are you calling? What, who are you picking on this one? <laughs> Man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Put your name on it, son. Put your name on it. Put my name on it. I'm going Miami, baby. I'm going Miami. You know what? I'm going Miami only because I got to give respect to the champs. I give respect to the champs, and I give respect to Jimmy Butler until Giannis shows me something, and they can and, and they can do something. That, like you said, they didn't make an upgrade. Until they show me something in the playoffs, I got Jimmy Butler in, in the heat. Okay. This is where I differ. I'm going Milwaukee. I'm going Milwaukee. I love me, Pat Riley. I love Jimmy Butler. I love Spolster. I love what they did. I think last year was an anomaly. I don't think they could do it again. That's my call. So we got the last <laughs> game, last series of the Eastern Conference. We got the – I really can't call this one either, but I'm going to put my name on one of these. We got the New York Knicks against the against Atlanta Hawks. Neither team has smelled the playoffs in years. Much props to uh, Thibodeau as coach. He should have been uh, recognized as one of the coaches of the year. And then we got – uh, the coach, you know, I guess he's still interim down there in Atlanta. And our co-host, Dr. Hoover, loved her some Atlantic Hawks. Okay, so I want to know what you think before I go ahead and give my choice. 
Put your name on it, son. Knicks, baby. Knicks, baby. Look, my my okay. uh, since I was 12 years old, they became my second favorite team. One, because we moved to New York, right from LA. And so when we moved to New York, Pat Riley was the coach of the New York Knicks with Charles Oakley, John Starks, Anthony Mason, Patrick Ewing, I mean Kenny Skywalker Smith. So look, those was my boys. Those were my boys, and then they hit this this drought since '99, and then nothing since. So with Tom Thibodeau, and come on, man, Julius Randle again. When we watched what he did against the Lakers the other night, this dude got that new swagger. I'm feeling him. He's one. I'm feeling him. And then you got a new and emerged Derrick Rose. Oh man, look, those Jokers play defense, and I haven't watched a lot of Atlanta Hawks games. So, so to their defense and to uh, Dr. Jania Hoover's defense, I haven't watched a lot of Atlanta Hawks because I kind of figured, like, what's this Atlanta Hawks? Who are they? They so hey, they made to the they made to the show. They're the top four. Um, but I got the I got the Knicks. Knicks in six. Atlanta with uh, Nate McMillan at the helm down there. They have done well to get this far. Uh, I don't, they don't have a bench that's respectable. And you're talking about Derrick Rose coming off and he's getting starters minutes as a sixth man and he's handling the rock and he's explosive still. He's, he, he, he puts people in place. He can still knock down the three. He can get around his man. Uh, and, and, and New York built their team on defense. And so they are slower paced and the Hawks want to pick up the pace. And so each of their strengths are going against each other in this particular game, um, I'm going to call New York on this one because defense does translate to championships. Uh, and then on top of that, they got the better bench also. So, Dr. Hoover, uh, love you. You called Atlanta before anybody else brought attention to them, and they made it this far. But at this point, what's that little table back there in the back? <laughs> the little yellow school bus? They're on that one. Atlantic's on that one. And so I think they can go – five, maybe six games. It could even go seven because they're that close. And sometimes New York doesn't have enough offensive firepower. But still, in the end, I say New York Knicks win the game. Yeah, no good place there. I think it's just exciting that we're finally here. Playoff basketball. Uh, we got a day and a half left until tip-off. And and I do give kudos to, to Adam Silver again. I mean, I know a lot of people – a lot of players have issues with the playing tournament. Uh, after watching how it was this week, I enjoyed it. Where else would I be excited to watch an 8, 9, 10 game matchup? And now it also helps for the fan experience. We always talk about load management. Look, now teams have something to play for down the stretch because now you want to be one of the top six teams in your, in your conference, not top eight. And so I like that because as a fan on the East Coast, if I want to watch the Lakers play, if I want to watch the Clippers or one, watch one of these Western Conference teams play, and their second game that they play, the Washington Wizards, is towards the end of the year, and they want to substitute and bench all their starters, I'm screwed out. So at least this way, they're still playing for something that they may not want to be the number three seed, may not want to be the number four seed, or they may be neck and neck with someone. And so I think it definitely is going to increase the 
the the intensity of games, and it almost gives that college March Madness feel where I'm actually vested in watching a game. Tonight is a game where you're saying, wow, the, the Gold State Warriors should be the number eight seed. But Memphis says, I should be number eight seed, and they're nine or ten. Yeah. And they're actually competing to play in the tournament, to play in the playoffs. So they're going to give their best, and that's before we officially start the playoff game. So you can't be disappointed when having solid basketball that means something at the end of May. Yes. I mean, who, who could complain about that? Question for you, and I know we're getting close to wrapping it up, and this is, wasn't on the docket. Can you see us going to – can you see the NBA going to a 72-game season but the same date? So you actually get more rest between games. So not this high two to three games a week, but start in October like normal, cut the games down by 10, and actually get more rest. Can you see that? And what, what is your opinion on that or something like that? I would like it because what's happening now, if we start looking at load management, you're still not getting the best teams playing every night. You're not getting the best players playing every night. Uh, Anthony Davis missed 30 games. So he really only played, what, 47 games this year? So I think it'd be great if the league went to that. And they could still have good basketball every night. So if you did 72 games, but now you only have two or three games every night, so now you still, as a fan, I'm still able to watch good basketball Monday through Sunday. Uh, it's great because mm-hmm. I want my players to be healthy at the end of the year. It was, it, was, it was unfortunate to watch basketball knowing that some of our key star players are injured. Now you're like, man, okay, who's really going to be in the league? And if that's because of wearing tear off the heels of a uh, of the bubble and you got teams that are severely hampered like the Miami Heat and the Los Angeles Lakers, I mean, let's 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 make fair play. So I don't want them to, again, get uh, worn out. So I, I'm, I'm with that. How do you feel about a 72 game with more built-in rest in between? I, I'm, to your point, I think you get more rest, so better quality. So, yes, I'm, I'm in favor or some kind of a modification with it. Um, but in the end, what we want is each game to be meaningful. So if, if we got these players sitting out games, then they're saying that the regular season really doesn't matter. No, it should matter. And so if you reduce the games and you make each game count, then it's more vested interest from the players themselves, the, 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 the league. And so I'm in favor of that. I haven't heard any talk of it, but, yes, I am in favor of a – uh, shorter season, but as far as games related, but you can still start October, finish in, in whatever, is it April, May, and but get more rest in between games. As a fan, I want to see my players on, and you never know if that guy or gal and their family, it's that, that's their first time coming to the game. They want to come see LeBron. They want to come see uh, Kawhi, the Kobe's, the Michael Jordan, and they're sitting out that day. So, no, uh, I want... I don't want load management. I want everybody on the court and I want to see the best uh, product possible. Vic, I want to say thank you, brother, man. It's been a, a, a fantastic show. We're at the end already. Uh, to your point, Adam Silver, and to the uh, talking heads, the league heads, you guys did a fantastic job, and to the players for compliance, code compliance, with the exception of a few. We're now here in the second season. I'm hyped, I'm excited, and let's play ball.
Thank you to all of our fans who watch us on a regular basis. And to Jania, we miss you. She had a prior commitment, but she'll be back next week, y'all. And I'm out. Take care, everybody. Give us your own picks. Hit us up on our Twitter handle. Give us a shout out on Facebook. Love to hear from you as always. Enjoy basketball season this weekend. We will definitely have stuff to talk about next week. Love you all. Thanks again for your support. Have a good weekend.